0: The last two episodes, I've tried to hammer home the major idea that you have worth. You have worth because nothing, not one single thing on this planet is worthless. And everything has a cost. The first point we talked about last week is that you have to decide, no, you get to decide your worth. You get to decide your worth and you decide, you right now, decide what cost you're willing to pay. Here's the second point, pay it, pay it, pay the bill. Pay the bill, wait, what? No, I'm telling you, pay the bill. No, I know that it's not worth it, but pay it. Pay it as a reminder to leave that generational cycle, to leave that relationship, to leave that point of view, to finally drop the weight, pay it and don't repeat it. Okay, let me say it again, pay the bill i know it's not worth it but you have to pay it in full pay the bill in full and never repeat it okay stay with me here we go if you gained 50 pounds 70 pounds because of a relationship or hardship or depression i know that sucks gaining that weight sucks but pay the bill it's going to cost going to the gym when you don't want to It's going to cost you not eating your favorite foods when you want them or maybe working at the end of the day. Or maybe you're going to have to go work out at the end of the day when you're just tired. Or it's going to cost you waking up early, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. every morning to go to the gym before you go to work. Or it's going to cost you not sitting on the couch all day. And even sitting on the couch for 10 hours isn't free. (laughs) That's going to cost you too. But when you pay the full bill, don't repeat it. Does that make sense to you? You gained the weight, whatever it is from this hardship, now you're going to have to pay the bill. You're going to have to do what it takes to lose the weight and it's going to cost you and when you finally pay it, when you finally drop that weight, you pay the bill in full, don't go back. Don't repeat it. Don't go back to those habits. Don't go back to your depression. You paid it. It sucks. It happened. It wasn't fair. It wasn't your fault. Move on. If you went to a bad restaurant and had poor service and the food left a bad sour taste in your mouth, but you did eat the food, (laughs) you did eat all of it, you still owe the bill. You would pay it and most likely, you would never return to that restaurant. You'd say, well, the food wasn't good. The service was bad. Parking was horrible, whatever. You would pay the bill because you do owe the bill. You'd pay it and then you'd never go back to that restaurant ever again. Pay the bill of what happened. You didn't have the best dad and it cost you. I got let go from two jobs in the same year and that cost me. People walked out of my life after saying that they would never leave. I ruined friendships, poor decisions that I made along the way, reckless choices I took and they cost me. But pay it and don't repeat it. When I say pay the bill, when I say pay it, I'm saying do that thing, literally pay the bill, go get counseling, go get therapy, go get some sort of treatment, seek more learning, go to a seminar, read more books, and paying the cost of counseling and training and healing or development and education can help you not repeat the past. Did you get yourself into debt? Come on, we're my finance people. Did you get yourself into debt? Pay the bill. Pay the bill, now not literally just paying the credit card bills, obviously you should do that, but you're going to have to pay some other bills. Paying the debt, right, come on, paying the bill of just changing your habits. Paying the bill, paying the debt of building some self-discipline, denying yourself some things you don't need. You're buying things you don't need to impress people you don't know, ooh. And I know that that's going to cost you not being able to do that anymore. Oh man, I really want to stunt. (laughs) This is in my notes (laughs) When I used to work at coach this I I can't I'm not gonna say her name But even though she would always come in she worked for the government and she'd always come in wanting to buy some new shoes Or new bag and she would always is always with the intent of stunting on her co-workers Yeah, cuz I worked downtown at the LA something something office and and it's these I'll I'll (laughs) I'll edit what she said cuz she was cussing She'd say, yeah, these little young girls, they don't know who they messing with. I got this new coach bag, and I got these new coach shoes, but I need something else because we got a meeting, and so and so is going to be there, and I need to show her she ain't got it like she thinks she got it, and I'm a astounded. <laughs> every time, of almost every paycheck, she would come in and drop maybe, maybe $500, $800, $200, $1,000, whatever. It was always something. She always had to buy something to stunt on someone else. Yeah, I'm gonna show them, because when I walk into work, they need to know what time it is. <laughs> you're buying you're buying things to impress people you don't know. What? That was me too, I've been there. But now, you're gonna have to pay the bill. Now you're gonna have to pay the bill. I argued once with a friend, well, a couple times, but I argued once with a friend I said something that I did need to say, and I lost, lost him as a friend, lost him as a bro. Was it worth it? No. But I didn't think that I'd lose my best bro over one argument. I would have thought that it was worth more, but it wasn't. And it cost me. It cost me a roommate. It cost me something, it cost me now having to pay higher rent. It, it just cost me and you're gonna have to pay the bill. Whatever that thing is that you're struggling with, whatever you've gone through, whatever's holding you back, you're gonna have to pay that bill. Because when you pay it, now there's ownership in making healthier decisions. Watching what I say to people, come on, that's me, being okay if people move on from you, being alone and knowing that you're not actually alone, you have to pay it and you don't repeat it. Okay, well that's, Okay, we can go home. That was, that was, wow, that was a great episode, guys. Thank y'all. We can go ahead and wrap up here. That was, that was it. That's the whole point. That's point number two. (laughs) That's the speech. Yeah, man, y'all have a good week. That was cool. Man, this was, this was a good episode. We got out of here real fast, man. Wait. Okay, but hold on. Wait, my fault. One second. Why should I pay the bill? Why should I pay the bill? You might say me. He made me feel this way. They abused me. They treated me this way. He cheated on me and he's the reason for the divorce. She lied to me and she lied to me. She's the reason we ended the engagement. She was a horrible boss and she made me hate that job. She's the reason I got fired. Maybe you're saying these things. Why would I have to pay the bill? I'm left with the damage. Why do I have to pay it? Because you're left with the damage. You're left with the bill. You have to pay it. We had horrible hell damage in San Antonio one year. Actually, I've had it a couple of years for my San Antonio people, you guys know. But it was horrible this one particular year. And I could have paid more for another apartment that had covered parking. I didn't. And now I have to pay the bill. There was hell dents everywhere in my car. I go to the repair place, they tell me the cost. I said, well, well, (laughs) what about insurance? He said, they covered the rest, but you still have to pay the deductible. I said, well, I didn't cause the hell. I didn't make it hell. I didn't make hell fall from the sky. I said, hell, no, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't cause the hell or the hell damage. It's not my fault. Why do I have to pay? The guy said, It's not your fault, but it's your car. (laughs) Ooh. It's not your fault, but it's your car. He said, well, you can pay the bill or you can talk to God upstairs, whatever you want to do, and he walked off. It didn't seem fair. It wasn't worth the cost, but I was the one left to pay the bill. I want you to think about your own situation. Maybe it's a friendship that is just fractured. Maybe it's a business that's stalling. Maybe you're left with uncertainty about what you want to do with your purpose or what your purpose is or how to get to your purpose. Maybe you're struggling with doubt and worry. Did I make the right decisions? Did I make, should I not have taken this job? Should I not have taken those classes? Should I have gone to a different college? Should have gone to a different city? Should have done a different path? Should have had children? I should have been married by now. I'm not married by now. Maybe you have unforgiveness with sexual abuse. Okay, let's talk about it. Maybe you're struggling with parental abandonment. Your dad should have been there. Your dad should have been there with you, but he's not. And I know, I know, I know this is tough. It's not fair. It was not fair. And now you're paying from the pain caused by other people. Or maybe it's something you did. Maybe it's something you did. It was either done to you or you did it to others or you did it to yourself, but take ownership. No, it's not worth the cost. I can't believe I have to pay for the hell damage. I could have done anything. I could have done other things with that money. I could have done other things with that money. And you say, it's not worth the cost. You lost your job, or there's drama with your friends. You take ownership and you just pay the bill. Taking ownership says, even if they did it to me or I did it to myself, I'm worth it even enough for me to just pay the bill, just pay it. You are worth it, you are enough. Now, what does that mean? You didn't deserve the abuse or the friend gaslighting you or the coworker accusing you, it happened, but take ownership. Ownership is saying, hey, I'm gonna pay for the bill. I'm gonna pay the bill even if I didn't cause it because it's worth me moving on. It's worth me having peace, it's worth me having joy, it's worth me having purpose, it's it's worth me finding purpose. It's worth it, I am worth it even when it costs me my mom would often take off work to visit my teachers for most of my life. Not not in college, but most of my life. She'd drive across town from downtown Dallas to DeSoto and back, it's about 30 minute drive. Sometimes, most times she would miss her own lunch or sometimes she'd pay for my teachers to have their lunch. My mom is upper rank, highly decorated in the government. People had to salute her. It was always a cool thing watching people salute her. She was in charge of about six to eight states from various healthcare initiatives. And all the surgeon generals at the time or previous and current and former, they all knew her on a first name basis. I mean, my mom was a big deal. And yet, when I got into trouble or I was misbehaving, or was on the brink of misbehavior, my grades weren't performing as well, whatever, she would take time out of her busy schedule, meeting dignitaries and state representatives and these movers and shakers in the government and she would come see about me. I didn't think I'd be worth her time. Ah, oh, come on, mom, I'm, I'm not worth that. You, you, you're you important. Even, as, even in fifth grade, fourth grade, third grade, I understood No mom, This, what I'm doing is not important. I'm not worth it. What you're doing is important. I'm not worth it, mom. Even third grade, I told myself that. But she would go because she saw that it was worth her time. She saw worth in me and it cost her, it did cost her time, gas, money, to come speak to my teachers because of my actions. She thought I was worth paying that bill. Does that make sense? She would come to my makeshift comedy shows at the local Mexican restaurant down the street when 12 people would show up, and then she came the next week when only two people showed up, and she was one of them. Later in life, she would travel from Dallas to San Antonio to see me do comedy shows. She would travel to see me do step shows, and she traveled to Los Angeles to see me host and do performances. It cost her, all that cost her. But she saw my worth when I got pulled over for DWI. She drove from Dallas to San Antonio. My frat brother picked me up from the magistrate. My parents got there, had to help me get the truck out of the impound because it was in their name. She was hurt. It wasn't fair, but to her, she paid the cost because I was worth it. She could have just said, hey, well, that's on you. You, you get the car out somehow. Mom, I can't get the car because it's in your name. Well, should have learned better. Shouldn't have, should have been drinking and driving. That's on you. But she drove down, it was a Sunday, I'll never forget. She drove down because I was worth it to her. My actions, my bad actions, she paid the bill of that. Huh. My dad paid a crazy amount for a lawyer. He knew that having that on my record would cost me opportunities. He said, you're my son, I love you. I love you my dad and I've had <laughs> ups and downs from my dad before but even he said I love you I'm willing to pay that cost because I see the worth in you and I don't want this one mistake I want this one issue to affect you the rest of your life He saw the worth in me And thankfully thank God it never went on my record the judge dismissed the case And then I said okay that bill is paid I'm never going to go back I'm never going to have this happen again when I did my undefeated speaker events, my mom would come to every single one. She even hosted one of them. She'd help me with TEDx and things of that, that nature. Others, she worked as a speaker coach. I mean, she didn't have to do these things. My mom, is, my mom is a pretty well-known speaker on her own, but she said, no, it's worth it. It's worth the investment. She was my biggest cheerleader. Think about the time she sending this podcast even now to all her friends, making them listen to my album. She said, I had this one friend, she needed to hear it. I made her sit down and listen to it. (laughs) She said, and it really inspired her. I said, oh, thank you, mom. I mentioned all of this. Mention all of this because I look back over my life, my 38 years, I look back at my reckless decisions that made me feel worthless. Things I did, things that happened to me, come on, both sides of it, that made me feel worthless, and I thought at points in my life that my life didn't matter. I thought, well, it doesn't matter. I can go there, I can say this, I can do that, because it doesn't matter, I'm I'm never gonna really be anything. I'm worthless, it doesn't matter. And maybe you felt that way, that you think that your actions have no consequence because you think that you have no value, have you no worth but you're gonna have to also do what I did. You have to look at the receipts of the cost of the bills paid by others. And I thought, whoa, James, how can you say that you're worthless when your actions cost other people? But they paid it because they found worth, they saw worth in you, you must be worth it. She saw worth in me even at times my actions made me feel worthless, but she paid the cost. My dad paid the cost. How can you beat yourself up when someone sees you as valuable? How can you treat yourself badly when someone else says, no, I love you. I see worth in you. You I see worth in you. How can you do this to yourself? How can you say this about yourself? How can you go there? How can you think that? How can you just not live above your, how can you live below your potential, below your purpose, when other people see value? You are a diamond to someone. Hmm. Guys, have y'all heard that song by Marvin Sapp? Marvin Sapp says, he saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. It's a really cool song you've ever seen. He, He sings better than I do. You may not have that person, for me, it was my mom, with my my dad's other people in my life. But you have to see the worth in yourself, at least, at least, at the very least, you have to see the worth in you. For your future self, for who you're going to be, the person your purpose requires you to be. Ooh, can I say that again? The person your purpose requires you to be. Pay the bill. Pay it in paying the bill of the past or the hardship of the trauma it gives you ownership now you own it you pay the bill now you own it now you can make the best of the worst why because you own it you can take all those things that happened to you all those things that you did and now you pay for it and you own it and now you get to decide what happens next okay if you saw a rundown house It's beaten, it's battered, it's in need of repair, and there's renovation needed, demolition needed in some parts. You didn't cause it, you didn't do this damage. It's not your fault, but if you decide to buy the house, you will have to pay the bill. You will have to pay the bill. Now paying that mortgage, paying that mortgage, which is the bill, paying for those investments, it will eventually give you ownership. Now it's your home. You pay for the remodel. You pay to remove the debris and the damage. You pay for the upgrades. You pay for it all. You pay the full bill, the whole bill, because you can see the worth and the promise and the potential in the house. You see the value and the worth in the house. When you do this, after you've paid this full bill, it's a new thing. You have ownership over it and it's now a beautiful house. You can see the changes and the improvements and the upgrades. It's a brand new house and it's amazing. It's beautiful. The value is increased. Oh, come on, come on. The value is increased. Say it with me. The value is increased. Or maybe you put it personally. My value is increased because of the work that I put in it. The work, well, can I say it this way? The worth goes up because of the work you put in it. Ooh. I don't know who that's for. The worth goes up because of the work you put in. The value goes up because of the vision you saw for it. Now this house metaphor can be a friendship that was falling apart, but you take ownership and you build it back up. You build it up. It can be a failing marriage that was crumbling, but you pay the cost of healing and counseling and classes. Or it's you struggling with speaking. Maybe you've been struggling with speaking your whole life. Well, then go to some seminars. Take a college course. You struggle with addiction and strongholds. Take those steps that you need. Join a small group or pay the cost of healing. You pay it. And when you do, you make your situation. You make you better. You can make it better. You can improve it. You can bring it back to life. You can revive that dying relationship or improve yourself or reinvent yourself. Didn't I say that the price is going up? That's you. You are beautiful. You just have to pay the bill and take ownership. Don't go back. You know where that road leads you. You lost the weight and you know, come on, you know how it is. Now something new triggers you and then you think, well, I'm going to go back to binge eating and drinking because it made me cup. No, you know what it made you. Don't go back to those negative habits. You know where that will take you. You paid the bill, don't go back because it's gonna cost you more. Let's go back with my house metaphor. You bring the house back from dilapidated to dynamic. Ooh, (laughs) you bring it from battered to brilliant and now it's radiant and beautiful. It costs you years of work and time and money to improve this house, okay? Now the house is beautiful. You remember how it used to be. Come on, some of you remember how you used to be, where you used to be, how you used to act, right? Okay, now it's beautiful. This house is amazing. All right, now let's say you had a hard day. You had a horrible day. Would it be wise to go home and take a sledgehammer and just put holes in the walls? No, that doesn't make sense let's say you had a really bad day though james you don't understand i had a really bad day you don't understand what they did to me you don't understand i thought it was over forgiving that person but i nodded. i thought it was over that this addi- okay but i'm not and 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 i'm gonna just take it out okay do you take it out on the house does it make sense to just smash the toilet and throw out the refrigerator and put red paint all over the tile and dog poop over the plush white carpet does that make sense to destroy the house You wouldn't take a weed whacker, plug it in, in the living room and just put it over the Corinthian leather couch and just, uh, you wouldn't do that. None of this makes sense. You wouldn't destroy what you took painstaking time to build just because you had a bad day. No matter how bad the day was, because it doesn't make sense. The cost of fixing all that damage is not worth you being mad. You see the worth and the value in this beautiful home even when you've had a bad day. I'm talking about you, I'm not talking about a house. This literally means when you build yourself back up into this amazing person that you always were, when bad things happen, and they will, friends, life is going to happen. Offense is going to happen. Don't go back means don't beat yourself up. Don't take it out on yourself. Don't go back means don't go to that affliction or addiction or negative pattern. You already paid the cost. Don't buy more hurt. Don't buy more worry. Don't buy more bitterness. Don't buy more shame or more grief because you think you owe it, but you don't. Don't pay it again because now you are worth more than before. Your price has gone up. Don't go back.